Hi, welcome back. I'm Gabby, and these are my beautiful co-hosts. I'm Ciara. And I'm Anna. And today we're going to be talking about building your books by building client relations. What kind of lash artists are you guys? Because I know I can be really introverted and I let my clients like sleep and chill and I listen to music. Well, I'm glad you asked. I have a process. I love talking. I could talk all day, but I consider myself an introverted extrovert. Mm. So I have uh, social anxiety. So I'm really bad at talking to people in the real world. But when their eyes are taped shut in front of me, I will talk to them all day long. Tell me all about your boyfriend. Tell me everything. (laughs) Um, So I'll obviously consult with them and be a professional. And then once their eyes are closed, we'll talk about the weather. We'll talk about whatever's going on in the world. And then I get to the nitty gritty. Tell me about your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your past traumas. Tell me about your boyfriend issues. (laughs) Yeah. Who hurt you? Do we need to leave your boy? When do we need to decide if we're going to leave your boyfriend today? Like, what's what's the conversation? The therapy session starts, and then usually towards the end of the therapy session, they doze off, fall asleep, and snore, and that's just the cherry on top because yeah. I love a snoring client. I think it just makes you feel this. so good. Mm-hmm. It does when your clients are like, yeah, it's it the make, biggest compliment in the world. Know, when they're sleeping in your chair, it makes you feel like one, they trust you because like they got valuables, they got their belongings with you. You it's could just, rob them. You, you really could. You could, but you're not, you won't, and you haven't, hopefully. Um, yeah. You know, you're alone with them and it's also this thing of like, think about it, being asleep around somebody, it's a vulnerability thing. Like, you have to be completely like, vulnerable and like trust them enough that they're not going to mess with you, um, rob you. They're not going to give you something that you don't want. Um, you know, when a client's awake the whole time, it kind of stresses me out. I'm like, yeah. Do you talk to your that. clients the whole time? Oh, girl, do you know me? <laughs> do you Gabby know is like the most extroverted extrovert. But, anyone. but believe it or not, I do have moments and points in my day where I just want to go completely mute. Like I just want to. I don't believe it. Prove it. It's, no, it's true. Like sometimes I think we're energy workers. If Whether we want it or not, we're touching people all day. We're receiving their energy and we're also giving our energy. And to be an extrovert, it takes a lot of energy. And to be me and be this chaotic mess that I am, it, it it's a lot. And sometimes I don't have the energy. There's weeks, like, I'm not going to lie, this week has been like one of those weeks where it's been hard to like stop the tears kind of thing. And you, you have those weeks in, in your personal life and even in like in your lash life, you'll have weeks where you just don't feel your best. But I think that receiving that energy from your clients, some clients give me that energy and some clients come in and I want to talk to them and I want them to like take all my pain away and vice versa. Sometimes they come in and they want me to take that pain away. But you have to remember that you are not just a lash artist. You're also providing emotional support for them. And like she said, you're a therapist and you matter too. And there's clients that are your support system. Like it's crazy, but you end up telling them a lot of your personal things and they help you work through your stuff just as equally as you help them. For sure. So even though I definitely do talk because I love it, I want to talk most of the service. Um, most of my clients will talk like, like kind of like you said, like in the beginning and towards the end, some of them will stay awake the whole service and we'll just chat it up or whatever. But like I said, there are days where I just don't want to really talk to anybody. And on those days, 
I have to pay attention to what the client wants. Because once somebody's in your chair, I feel like you can definitely tell if one, they want to just completely be silent throughout the whole service and not be talked to, not be bothered. Two, you can tell the people that definitely want to talk throughout the service. And you can tell the people that are just kind of like, whatever. You can kind of choose to do whatever you want with them. Um, and I think that that's like the biggest thing is you as a lash artist hold the power to control what's going on so if you don't necessarily want to talk you can kind of control the situation into making it really quiet until they fall asleep kind of thing has anybody done that (laughs) you just kind of like drifted away until they're like snoozing you're like well when my clients get in my chair because i work so early in the morning i'll just tell them like okay i'm going to tape you up and then you can go back to sleep like you can take a nap but that's not because i don't care about my clients or i don't care about their life or whatever for me, when I lash, it's a lot easier to do it when it's, like, just the music going. I can really, like, zone out and, like, focus. Sometimes when I'm talking to my clients, especially if they're telling me something crazy or mm-hmm. insane, it just – it 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 diverts my attention away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't. It throws you off. Yeah. So I like to just have it be kind of, like, quiet. Plus, the salon in general is chaotic. That's very true. So, like, if my lash room is quiet, I can still hear. I can yeah, hear he, Anna. She can hear me for sure. <laughs> We're neighbors, so I know all the conversations <laughs> she's having. And, you know, that's fine. But for me, sometimes it could just be, like, too much. So I think there's a way to build your books without having to, you know, have those really in-depth conversations constantly if that's something that's, like, hard for you, like me, or if it's draining for you, like you. So there are ways around it. I think initially when you first have clients in your chair, you do have to focus on getting that bond with them. But Mm -hmm. over time you can, like you said, kind of like steer the The conversation or the situation to what you want and what's comfortable for both of you. And, um, but I think that it's important to have balance because like you said, like, like for me, the reason I think that I do get so drained after is because I am so vested in so many of my clients' lives. Because there are so many things that I really do care about and I try to like remember. Like Deborah going on vacation and Cindy's son, you know, graduating high school. Like those are all things that you want to remember too to pick up the conversation where you left off. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, if you're somebody that talks all the time like me, your clients are expecting you to at least remember them. They don't want to just be another number on your books or just your second appointment for the day. They want to feel like, you know, at least my clients, because I'm talking to them all the time, I feel like they really want to be felt like they're a part of my life and it's not so like a like an appointment. It's not so serious. You know what I mean? Like that's the well, one. Well, I think too, like we work for like one of the biggest lash companies. I get people all the time, like when they come in and I'm like, oh, hey, like how was your son's birthday party? They're like, oh, Oh my you God, remembered? you remember? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you see so many they people love on the it. date. Yeah. And I'm like, no, girl, like, I remember. But I write it in our, like, note in oh. the booking app. Oh, you do? Yeah. Cause that's smart. That's just an easier way for me to kind of, like, keep track. Is there anything that you guys do to, like, help when it comes to just, like, building the client relationship? Like, for me, I know I'll forget. So I put it in the booking app. I just honestly, I think. I don't remember. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember all of my clients, all the things that go on in their life. I just kind of fake it till I make it. So I'll be like, oh, girl, remember what we were talking about last week, whatever, and kind of like let them like remind you, remind me and bring me back there. Um, But the clients that I am so vested in their lives, they're just I feel like they just become like people in my life that I just remember these things like I will just. There's this one lady who I love. I love her so much. So if you're listening, girl. <laughs> um, you know, Cindy, she did pageants for so long. And literally every time she was in my chair, 
every single time she was talking about the Cinderella pageants. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. If you're not, look it up. They're mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's just basically like it's a pageant to build up young girls and even young women in a positive way without all the excess pageantry shit. So it's more so like if you're a good person, if you're doing community service, not just if you're beautiful, but if you're a beautiful person on the inside. And she was so passionate about all of her girls that it made me so passionate about her. Like I just, I- You connected with her. I connected with her Mm -hmm. and everything that she would talk to me about, I'd try to just remember. And even if I would forget the whole conversation, there was always just a bit and a piece that I would remember enough to be able to just start it back up. Yeah, well, I think that there's like um, naturally your clientele will gravitate to you based off of your personality. So if you're more talkative and your client is more on the quiet side, you guys may not be the best match because um, you want to talk. But also you kind of want to customize yourself to be the best version of whatever they need for that service because you don't who knows they might be a lash artist themselves or someone in the beauty industry too and they talk all day that's how i am with my nails when i'm getting my nails done i put i watch a movie and me and my nail tech have that clear understanding that when i'm getting my nails done like i don't talk at all Mm -hmm. but at work i love to talk and my i know a lot of my clients know me and they know i like to talk too and they love to talk so they you know, we have that relationship. So I feel like however your personality is, that clientele will gravitate towards you naturally. I also think too, like just creating that connection with your clients. Like I like to do it through social media. So like when my clients post a selfie or they tag me in any of their stuff, I always share it to my feed and I'm just like hyping them to the next dimension. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like all of my clients are gorgeous. So it's easy, but I try to take that like extra step of like, Putting it on my feet. Yeah. Making them feel special. Yeah, because they are allowing me to work on them. So it's like, yeah, this is my work. But I try to just go the extra mile to show that I'm, like, appreciative. Yeah. Yes. And I think people – I think anyone um, – you know, clients want to be felt, seen, heard. A lot of the times you don't know if you are that one conversation that saves them from an abusive relationship. You don't know if you're the one conversation that helps them realize – you know things that they've been trying to realize for a long just time just like a pick me up and in general i mean they're already coming there to like get beautified and like take care of Ex- themselves exactly. like uh, you just hyping them up and being on their side um, i'm sure we've all seen the tiktoks of like the client in the chair and she's like yeah he was this it's like yeah you let's run him over or yeah whatever <laughs> yeah. we'll go find it yeah, yeah we'll go find like just be there for them support them and it, it's fun because it it grows past the, you know, client lash artist relationship. Like you really grow bonds with these people. Um, I care about my clients a lot and um, I care about all of them and I want them to feel happy and special all the time. I think lashing is different too because we see our clients so often. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we have people come in for weeklies. Yeah. So it's like you are seeing this person way more than maybe, for example, like your hairstylist. You go every yep. six, or eight weeks or whatever. Right. We're seeing these people constantly. So you become a part of their life and you feel invested in what they're going through and you their really experiences. Do. And the thing is, is like they, you don't know if that person's like our um, or whatever the time is with you is their escape. Like if they're a mom and they just, that's why I kind of feel out the situation. And if I can't feel out the situation with a client, I always ask like, or I let them know, Hey, this is your appointment. Whatever you want to do throughout this appointment is for you. Like, cause I don't know if this is a mom who 
This is her only her time, like her only alone time. Shauna um, is a perfect example. Shauna doesn't really have a lot of her time. So when she gets her lashes done, usually her lash artist is somebody that barely talks just so that she can kind of sleep Relax, and yeah. get her hour of quiet time. Like you don't know if this person is like this appointment is their highlight of their week. And to you, it may just be another appointment, but to them, they've been looking forward to it. Like they are so excited. Not just the fact that one, they get to talk to you or be in your chair or whatever. It's that confidence boost. It's the feeling normal again. It's that feeling beautiful and ready to attack the world and being that bitch because honey ain't nobody gonna tell me any difference when I got my lashes on okay (laughs) um and you get to do that you as a lash artist you are the one doing that so you know kind of feeling it out and making sure that their appointment coincides with that feeling whether that may be if you're working alone like maybe asking your clients what kind of music do you want to listen to um Asking your clients like, hey, you know, do you want to sleep? You know, here's a blanket. We'll put a blanket on you. Um, If most of you don't know, if you're laying at a 90 degree angle, usually body temperature uh, drops. So it won't happen right away. But after a couple minutes of service, it tends to get colder. That's why we like to have the blankets there. And by putting a blanket on them, it just kind of gives them that extra like relaxation enough to just drift yeah, away. Yeah, make them feel special. Make them gifts during Christmas yes. time and Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and all that fun stuff. Remember and- that they're like paying your bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they are your customers. They are feeding your business. They are who makes you a lash artist. If you didn't have clients, you wouldn't be a bomb lash artist. Well, and I think you make like a really good point. We've talked about this in a couple of our episodes, but just remembering like anybody can learn the skill of lashing, right? Like anybody can take our Mm -hmm. lash class and learn the technical skill, how to place a fan, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when your clients come to see you, they're trying to connect with you and your personality. Like you said, we all have full books and we all have three completely different personalities. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of like when it comes to like new lash artists or people who maybe like you moved cities or whatever and having to rebuild your books is just building that connection and and showing what makes you different and what makes you you. And that's what people are going to book with you for. I agree. Doing little things like, you know, we do our aftercare kits and we're like a bigger company. We do little aftercare kits, but people love that because it's a personability. If you're working on your own, you could create, you know, first time kits for anybody and kind of make it more personable. Um, I know that there's been lash artists that like write down like certain things that they know that their clients like. Um, and on any anniversary, any holiday, kind of like you said, any big like day, they'll make sure to make sure that they are giving them a gift for it. Um, Because the thing is, is they are funding your business. And if they love you enough, most of the time they're going to be sharing you with all their friends, their family. They're going to be telling people about you, which brings you more business in. And I think it goes back to like, take care of who takes care of you. Um, But you have to be okay first too. Like you have to make sure that like you are able to take on that. Because like I said, even me that I'm more extroverted there there's only so much you can handle as a person and so sometimes when you are um constantly that rock for everybody and you forget about yourself it tends to go south so you know make sure that you're taking care of yourself and um if you don't want to talk throughout a service or if you don't have that energy you know kindly let your client know hey like i'm just I'm kind of having one of those days um, if it's somebody that you usually like conversate with or whatever and make sure that you are 
making them feel still special without completely cutting them off. Because I think that 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 could get weird too if like you always are going to somebody and you're constantly talking and then all of a sudden one appointment they're just mute. I would be kind of like, okay, what did I do? Well, and also like I think you make a good point of feeling out like the vibe of the appointment because like, yeah, I prefer to like have it kind of be quiet and chill. But if I notice that my client is trying to like engage in conversation or ask me questions or whatever, I'm not just going to be like, no, (laughs) sit there and say nothing. You know, I I being bong. Oh, Sorry, God. I had to throw that in there, y'all. I always try Shout to out just... to Coney Island. <laughs> Gabby really wants to go viral, all right. <laughs> yeah, just making sure that, like, the vibe, you know, of the appointment is matching. So if your oh, client yeah. is trying to talk to you, you're not just, like, you said, like, tuning them out. Obviously, you would engage with them. So at the end of the day, people are going to want different things. Some clients are going to want to sleep. Some clients are going to want to tell you their entire life story and more. So you kind of just have to feel it out. But I think just creating that client connection is like the number one way to get people to rebook with you. I agree. Yeah. And keep them nice and happy. Yep. Do you guys have any like tips or tricks or things you do? I always try to like make sure that I'm using my client's first name like multiple times throughout the service. I greet them by their name. Like I don't want them to feel like we were talking about like another number. So it's just something that I try to do like like in each of my services. Thanks. What do you do? One thing I do is I think I just listen. Like at first, when I first have a client, I just kind of listen. And I, when they're my first time client, and even if they've been a second or a third, I just kind of listen more than I try to talk. Um, I always try to have them give, I, I don't know how it works, but they always end up just giving me diarrhea of the mouth. Have you guys seen that new TikTok? And it's, it's the one where it's like, well, like what happened? And she's like, well, my son, he got into a car accident and then this and then that it's all from the real housewives have you seen it? oh it's dorinda yeah i think yes it's so funny that's how i feel like most of my clients end up getting because at first like i'll listen i'll just kind of feel it out you know talk back obviously engaging but more so listening and then like you said instead of using certain like their names multiple times i'll like repeat i'll be like oh freddie did what yeah and they're like oh shit, she's listening mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like towards the end of the service usually i'll pick one thing when i go to um take them to check out i'll pick one i one subject that we've talked about and i'll be like just reiterate that so for example like let's say they're going to Disneyland. I'll be like, oh my gosh, safe travels on your trip to Disneyland and make sure to show me pictures when you guys come back. I love that. Yeah, Just like so one thing. Um, but it, I feel like it keeps them engaged and they're like, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Make them feel special. Yeah. yeah, I'm fully invested in the tea with my clients. I am ready <laughs> oh, to know. hear all about whatever their boyfriend did, whatever scandal that they were in that week. Like, I just want to know all about it. I love it so much. I don't know why, but I'm really into it. And it's I, the cheese mosaic. Yes, I love the cheese may. I love the the. I just Drama. love to know anything about your life. Please tell me. Please tell message us all. me and tell me about your boyfriend because I want to know. We want to hear about how. <laughs> You caught your man in somebody else's DMs. Mm-hmm. And we love all that stuff. Something about like people's eyes being taped shut. Like they just literally tell you the Yeah, they tell well, you everything, well, I, which I really appreciate, of course. I learned <laughs> that there it's it's this psychological thing. Like a fight or flight thing? Well, yeah. So there was a study done that when two people like are in like an elevator together for a long period of time, one of the two people will just start 
like completely just saying everything out of fear because it's like a fear-based trigger because you don't really there's nobody else the end around is near. Like, and and you know most people don't they have that fear of small talk so instead of small talking they just i think that's word vomit that's me then for sure because i'm like <laughs> and i was like i can relate fuck to the weather this. yeah <laughs> tell me about your ex-husband tell, yeah tell me about your your trauma please like tell me about what happened in your childhood yes i want to know all about why it. it's reoccurring in your adulthood you know what, honestly that's why i like to let my clients sleep because i know anna's getting all the tea and i can hear it so I'm just like, <laughs> she's like why would i get my own tea? <laughs> and doing all the hard work she's like me. that shit's piping hot over there <laughs> She's like, I've been so waiting you. for this client yeah. to come back for the update. She's like, appreciate it. Appreciate She's like, Anna, hey, um, in that last appointment, what was the thing that she said after <laughs> she left her husband? Because I couldn't really hear. I start coughing. I'm like, hey, can you be a little, a little louder? <laughs> a little louder. In the I'm trying to hear here. Overall, I think it's just really important. Building your books, you just have to have those client relationships. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Many things you can do. Take one of our ideas, take all three of our ideas, but and give us your ideas in the comments below. Yeah, we would love to know. How do you guys make your clients feel special or keep them coming back to you? If you want to get in on all this tea, join one of our classes. Make sure to go on to livebaylashclass.com for future dates and cities. Thank you so much for watching. Bye. Bye.